welcome back and wherever you are in the world right now, I hope you are enjoying these little interviews with people I'm connecting with from all over the world and their personal stories and journeys of what they're going through right now. It's just started raining here and I'm listening to the sound of the raindrops on the tin roof outside and just really enjoying editing up these little chats and sending them out to you wherever you are. Hello everyone, I've left Singapore and now I'm in Spain with Leslie and we are going to talk about the situation there. How are you today, Leslie? Hello, Natalia. Yes, so far so good. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. It's really, I really appreciate you taking the time to come and chat to me, especially as I've just heard that you're having to homeschool your kids at the moment. Yes, it's been, it's been interesting. Definitely appreciate teachers now more than ever. (laughs) (laughs) You're not the first person I've heard say that recently. (laughs) But I'm quite fortunate. My kids are much older. So my oldest, who's almost 12, she's pretty, she's pretty self-sufficient. It's my son that's nine, that needs a little bit of guidance, but for the most part, he's, he's pretty on track. Oh, that's good. That's good. And how long uh, have they been home for now? We have been in lockdown for a week and a half now. So it went officially uh, in effect on Saturday the 14th, but they stopped school two days before. So the Thursday before, which would be the 12th, um, they said that was the last day of school for them. So they've been, they've been home for nearly two weeks. Yeah, I was going to say that's yeah, right, nearly two weeks. And has mm-hmm. there been any communication as to how long they expect um this to go on for yeah so they've they've extended uh this past sunday they've extended another 15 days um i think just for all intents purposes they're they're doing it in two weeks um but i think we all knew once we went into lockdown that it was it was going to be much longer than two weeks Right. That's, yeah, that's not the first time I've heard that either. Mm, I think mm. um, no government wants to come out and really tell their people, okay, so we're in this for five months now. Right. (laughs) In one go, we're just going to do this in two week increments. And maybe that's easier for people to kind of wrap their heads around. I don't know, but I'm not sure how long people will just accept that for. Mm. Yeah, I think it's just trying to control as much panic and chaos as much mm-hmm. as possible um but we I, you know if, if we look at the news and what's happening in italy you know our neighbor mm. um it's we're pretty much right right behind them so it really it all depends on how much people are actually staying home like they should and um practicing all the protocol and making sure that we can contain this as, as much and as quickly as possible and do you feel that people on the most part are sort of adhering to the guidelines? I would say now, yes, just because they, they're actually starting to find people. Um, the police are actually on the street now. Well, they've taken on the same as France where you need to fill out a form and basically state where you're coming from, where you're going and have your government ID and, and all this information. So in the beginning, people were not really taking it seriously. I know that that weekend we hunkered down and, and we are, we still had friends going out and asking, you know, do you want to come over and be res- mm. 
pre respected the fact that, you know, um, we're, we're going to just stay home and, and self isolate. And I believe that, you know, there were a lot of tourists that were still in Spain, um, most, mostly um, British, you know, that they, they weren't really adhering to it. And um, now that they've closed the borders and flights have, I think most flights are, are pretty much, you know, canceled or airlines have been grounded, um, people are starting to take it more seriously. And was there a, a proper kind of, if you don't live here, go home thing? Or was it more just like a, we're going to lockdown and if you're stuck here, you, you're stuck here? Or did... I've been hearing so many different stories. I think it depends on, you know, which airline you were on, which country, city, you know, things were changing literally by the hour here. I mean, even myself, I was meant to go to California. I had a flight on Sunday the 15th um, from Los Angeles originally, and I was meant to go to California for two weeks for a business retreat and then to see my mother. So I was supposed to start in San Francisco and go down to LA. And, you know, things were really, really changing. I mean, my husband basically woke up one morning and saw the news and said, you're not going. Wow. And I tried to, you know, just be really positive and faith over fear. Like everything's mm. going to be fine. Like, you know, I'm healthy. And he's like, that's not what I'm worried about. I'm worried you're going to get stuck. And yeah. so when Italy had closed their borders, that really became more real to me that it would, it's a real possibility that I would get stuck in the U.S., and I wouldn't be able to come back to my husband and my two children. And so it was Tuesday night, the Tuesday I was supposed to fly out, Tuesday before, mm -hmm. um, that I decided, okay, I'm not gonna go. And then the next day is when uh, President Trump uh, basically banned European travel to the US, it was the next day. So everything was just changing like by the hour. Wow, gosh, I, my, not fear, I guess my biggest, um, looking back now, we, I, my husband went to Japan a couple of weeks mm. before things really kicked off here. And I went to Bali with some friends and I look back now and we were kind of not worried at all. Like it just didn't seem like this is in February. And looking back now, I think, imagine I was stuck <laughs> like you, like you were saying, you know, if you'd have gone and then they closed the borders because things did happen so quickly. And I'm really feeling for those people. We have some cruise ships that are just hanging off the coast of um, where I live at the moment. And mm. a lot of them are unable to kind of find somewhere to, to dock. And we let one in to Sydney and mm. I think, 30% of the cases we currently have in New South Wales came off that ship. Um, so there's so many, um, I mean, it's ridiculous to kind of think of the, the worst case scenario of what could have happened, but it, it, but it is kind of sobering to think of little decisions that you made along the way mm -hmm. could or yes. could have gone, you know, one of two different ways. And potentially for you in that situation, the decision would have been made for you at some point. Um, but if your chip had been two weeks earlier, yes, you know, who knows what would have happened? Like, it's just That's so exactly. bizarre. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just to try to find some gratitude in the divine timing. I mean, obviously my, my heart goes out to those that are yes. stuck where they are. Cause I know that there are some, I don't know any personally, but you know, that are stuck abroad, whether it's India or mm. Morocco, I've heard there's some British that are not able to get back to England. So definitely um it's it's just uh 
wow, unprecedented time. It is. But I'm just really grateful that I am here with my children and, and my husband. Um, obviously, you know, my heart lies in Los Angeles as well. And I'm thinking about my mother, who's actually, um, she has, she's going through chemo right now. She has a reoccurring cancer. So that's a whole nother thing that I'm thinking about because I don't know how it's happening in Australia, but in America, and I think most of Western Europe, they've basically said, you know, all the operating rooms will be turned into ICU um, for coronavirus victims. And unless it is, you know, uh, life threatening, um, all surgeries have been put on hold. So I'm just, you know, my mother's really positive. She's, she's like, you know, it's, it's going to be fine. And, and they mentioned if, if you can't get surgery, which she was meant to have it in four weeks, if, if you can't get on the calendar, then, you know, we'll continue treatment. So just trying to find gratitude, um, you know, wherever we can and, and really try to have faith and, and trust that, you know, maybe, you know, that, that room is meant for somebody else and, and, you know, yeah, just, Oh, I need no. gratitude in any moment. <laughs> Absolutely. I feel you. And it is, it's, um, that's the other thing is the, the amount of families across the world who are separated, mm. whether they regularly are like you, you live in a different country or whether they've been separated by this kind of purely by accident is another kind of added, like you said, it's an added thing to think about an added pressure on top of what, what is already quite a, stressful situation I think for mm. you know the average person mm -hmm. I think connection is more oh I think connection is you know obviously technology is like mm. so important more now than ever I know like zoom is, is off the charts <laughs> I mean they've been having glitches because everyone's on zoom and Netflix and Disney plus they've lowered their their uh, quality just because yes. there's so many people on it so um I think it's great that at least we're in a time where we can stay connected and that we can see our loved ones and that, you know, our children can have school online. I mean, that I just can only imagine, you know, back in the days, like when it was really wartime, like mm. how that must have been for, for our grandparents. And oh, -grandparents. absolutely. Absolutely. My grandfather fought in the Korean war and, you know, my grandmother was living in this tiny, tiny town um, mm. south of where I live now with four boys at home and he was away at sea for months at a time. And, mm -hmm. you know, the c communication would be so irregular and you would just, I, I look back and I think to myself how people had the fortitude to get through those kinds of times just with all that uncertainty because for me that the most difficult thing about this whole thing is the uncertainty the not knowing how long it's going to take or how big it will be you know in terms of its impact and it's just and 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 sort of leaving your decisions about what you do up to what's coming through from the kind of the government or, or the people, the countries who have a little bit of a step ahead of us in terms of the, the timeline, the uncertainty is the hardest thing. And yet we have more certainty probably now than we've ever really had when it comes to things like this. So it's, mm. it's really interesting. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's something that, you know, I've, cause, because I've, I'm a life coach and I, you know, do meditation with in my events and with my, with my clients, it's just, I, I really feel like now more than ever, this is a time because we are forced to pause and slow down and we are literally locked down in our homes. This is a time to really 
reflect and to turn to those mindfulness practices so that, you know, really at the end of the day, virus or no virus, there is no certainty in life. You don't know what next day, what will happen and, and, you know, how long time we have on this earth. So I think the focus should be on the things that we, we can control in this moment, mm-hmm. the things that we know are true. Um, you know, like we're safe, we're healthy, we're well. Um, you know, what is it that you can do today? Like those little things that you can do just to really keep you moving forward and to really move through a lot of this emotions and energy that we're carrying. And a lot of it is collective energy as well, especially if we Mm. are turning to the news incessantly and we're Mm -hmm. seeing, um, because a lot of the news is fear-based. So uh, I love when I actually see positive news (laughs) coming through the feed um, (laughs) just to really keep our vibrations high because a lot of the the fear and and grief that we're feeling is uh, collective energy. So if there's anything that we can do individually to continue to keep our vibrations high, that will help collectively for our community, for our family and the planet as well. Absolutely. And it's been beautiful to see some of the things that are coming out of Europe in terms of communities, Mm. you know, using music and, and, Mm. and even some of the online technologies to continue some of the things, the traditions that are so part of those cultures, Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, spending beautiful. time, yeah, spending time having a big family meal around the table and they're not able to get together in person and you see these families with an iPad there and everyone's at their table in the other house and they're still, you know, spending that time together and it is um, beautiful to see those kinds of stories coming through. I agree with you. Mm. I've been avoiding the news as much as possible and also to an extent social media because I feel like, there's a lot of panic and collective panic and it kind of feeds off each other. Everyone's sort of getting to that, you know, panic mode. And I, and I, and for myself, I find that really um, not helpful. Mm-hmm. So um, I find it really um, interesting. You were mentioned to me earlier that you've been running an a virtual meditation session once a week. Is that, Yes. I mean, this is something that just came forward to me. I was inspired by, um, you know, I've, I've actually been doing events and workshops and retreats for over six years now, but because I'm in lockdown and I'm forced <laughs> to go outside my comfort zone, mm. I, you know, I've been hosting these weekly meditation sessions here in Barcelona and I'm like, you know what, let's just go online. Like we need to stay connected now more than ever. And it's to support, you know, my community, but also it's, it's supporting me as well to stay connected and um, to be able to, to really, yeah, to stay connected. So yes, I'm offering these free every Tuesday, uh, 5 PM Spain, Spanish time, um, Mm. this breathwork meditation and coaching sessions. And just had the first one yesterday and I found um, the feedback was really well and I found that it was really supportive. So the idea is to continue that. Um, yeah, indefinitely. What a wonderful, what a wonderful idea. And I, I'm really looking forward to hearing many more stories like that of, of situations where people have had that moment of inspiration or, or, you know, encourage themselves to step outside their comfort zone and do something aligned with you know what they were already doing but 
but but a little bit different and and that that is so helpful in this in this time because Mm -hmm. you're right it is it is so important to stay connected and it is very easy it is very easy to take the pessimistic aspect in a situation like this and I think that alone um, it's even harder but together Mm -hmm. you know we're we're much more able to rise above it and and i and i also really agree with what you said before and this is a bit of a forced pause for a lot of people who are probably used to living life a million miles an hour and what a great opportunity to stop and reflect on i don't know whether or not you even really enjoy what it is you're doing (laughs) with Mm. your day-to-day life you know yes that's that's a really good point that's actually really well said um it's absolutely a time to really get quiet and and see, you know, what is it that you are inspired to do? And one of the things that I encourage my clients and I do with my children is like, still stay creative, use your hands, whether it's cooking, baking, um, painting, coloring, do something really manual with your hands and just get out of that, whether it's work mode or Mm. panic mode, reading the news. And then it's in those moments that we're not trying to force what should I be doing now what should I be doing next Mm. that the inspiration will flow down through the creativity and um, that's just something yeah I encourage people to try is is really do something manual with their hands that's really great advice I really hope that people listen to this and they they did take something from that because I I completely agree with you I I've been sent I I I feel bad saying this but my the school has sent us all this stuff to do with my kids and Mm. I haven't I haven't even told my, I mean, my daughter's only six and my son is three, but I haven't Mm. even told my daughter to open her book yet, you know, because I'm, I just think she's really happy and she's drawing. They've been Mm -hmm. making up dances and Mm. games and playing in the garden and building things. And, you know, I, 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 I can't bring myself to stop her in that moment and say, mm. come on, let's sit down and, and open up and work through your division. Mm. <laughs> wow, so that? beautiful to hear. And so how amazing that you have a garden. I know, <laughs> I'm, I'm missing sorry. Being, I'm missing being able to put my feet in the grass and, yeah. and ground and earth myself or put it in the sand. But, um, really but what, I, what I recommend, because, you know, depending where people are, like if you have access to a tree, if you can actually touch a tree outside your window, that's a way to get grounded as well. Or if you have a bath, you know, you can take an Epsom salt bath mm. and you can listen to the sounds of nature, which is really supportive. It's like the sound of whales. So you really like get into that different vibration and you can really get into that, you know, like if, if you're in nature and you're in water. Um, mm-hmm. so I found that's really supportive as well, just to calm the nervous system and to get out of that fight or flight mode. Um, it's really supportive. Oh, they're very good suggestions as well. Excellent. Look, I won't keep you any longer because I know you've got two kids who are, I haven't even heard a peep out of them. Sounds like they're <laughs> like wonderful, wonderful online students. <laughs> but I will let you get back to it. And if it's okay with you, I'd love to check back in in a week or two and see how um, things are still going over there. Yes, absolutely. And if anyone is interested in joining us virtually from anywhere around the world, it's at lesliesaglio.com slash free meditation. And we would love to have you. All are welcome. 
Perfect. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for chatting to me. Thank you for having me. Stay safe. You too. Calm and connected and touch base soon. Definitely. Good night. Please talk about my grass.